Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, located in the Hardy on Broad Space on Broad Street in downtown Rome, Georgia. And we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. I'm Carly Parker with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Today on the podcast, we have Alex Williams with the Rome Floyd Chamber. He's going to be introducing himself. He's a rookie, right? He's yes, a, he's he, is the, he is a rookie. <laughs> okay. And Megan Otwell from the Downtown Development Authority. Hannah Bagley with Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful. And then Ben Winkleman with the Eco Center. Hi, everybody. Good morning. We've got us a big house here. Yeah. Party. <laughs> Time to party. Well, welcome to the cocktail party without the cocktails. <laughs> but I see most of you brought your coffee, so so um, hopefully you're you're properly caffeinated, so we can have a great conversation. So um, let's just kind of go around the room, ladies first here, and just a minute or two about your role and your your organization and what it is you guys do. So um, how about Megan? You get us started. Yeah. So I'm Megan Otwell. I am the marketing and events manager at the Office of Downtown Development. Uh, with the city of Rome, we're housed under local government, uh, but our main goal is just to support our businesses uh, along Broad Street and in the River District. So you you had a short walk to the studios here. I did, about a block and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome. Thanks for being here. Um, okay, and um, let's go to Hannah next. Uh, Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful. Hi, Hannah. Hey, how are you? We're good. Tell us good. about Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful. Um. It's so much fun to be able to get out in the community and serve. So the whole aspect of Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful is just its name. is Keep It Beautiful, uh, free of blight and educating our citizens and kids. That's my favorite part is educating the kids on how they can make a difference and impact our ecosystems and their future, which is Rome. So um, it's fun just to advise them and teach them good habits and um, support everybody in Rome and Floyd County. Now, did you mention ecosystem so we could segue to, to Ben here? 100%. <laughs> uh, hi, Ben. How are you? Good morning. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, um, I'm very fortunate to be the director of the Rome Floyd Eco Center. And, uh, of course, we've been there uh, a little over 10 years now. And um, our main focus is to... Um, teach children and adults um, and help them experience the ecology and the and the wildlife diversity that we have right here in Rome and in Floyd County and of course Northwest Georgia and the Southeast United States. So we do that with live specimens and wildlife there at the Eco Center. So uh, we we're about ten thousand students strong every year that come in and participate in a program. Uh, most of them are wow. local city and county schools. And uh, what a privilege. I mean, these kids come in, and I get to do two things. I get to talk about wildlife, is which, if you know me, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> and uh, I enjoy working with young students and watching them get excited and uh, see some things that sometimes I just don't have an opportunity to go out and see. And we, we help provide that. So from pre-K all the way up to college students that we work with, it is it is. An absolute privilege. And where are you located? We're right there at 393 uh, Riverside Park. We're right there in uh, Heritage Park um, in the old uh, water um, pump station. Right. Um, and the, the ECO, 
is, is it an abbreviation for something it, or is it short for <laughs> well it is abbreviation right. of course the eco you know for ecology right but also our three rivers the etowah coosa and ustanala yeah, so, yeah i did a little googling yeah there you go so <laughs> you know you would do well that's always an interview question you can you can ask hannah and, and sarah and jason that I, I always ask that that's on an interview so wait, wait. rome has three rivers <laughs> yes yes you know and the cool thing about that is a lot of people don't know just a fun fact um the coosa river that we know starts right here in downtown rome the headwaters of the mighty coosa that flows of course to lake weiss and neely henry and then all the way down to the mighty alabama river and then to mobile bay um the only other river system on planet earth that has more ecological diversity than the coosa is the amazon wow yeah pretty pretty unique a lot of people don't realize that but when you think about ecological diversity in the Coosa River system, I'm talking about all the different fish species, the mu- freshwater mussels, all the different things that make up that diversity in that river system. It is number two on the planet. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and it's what the sea is for in, in uh, your day. That's right. There you go. <laughs> all right. Let's talk to the chamber rookie here. Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey, I'm Alex Williams. I'm the director of workforce for the Rome Floyd Chamber. And uh, essentially my job and responsibility is to try and grow jobs, attract talent, and uh, strengthen the quality of place right here in Floyd County and in Rome. And um, there's a lot that goes into uh, workforce development and initiatives and programs that we try and support all the way um, K-12 through system into our technical college um, and higher education um, schools and partners that we uh, work in order to basically build, grow, and strengthen um, our future, our current and our future workforce uh, right here in Rome, Floyd County. So, and, w- and when did you start? I just started three weeks ago. Yeah. Two and a half, yeah, so. yeah. Um, have you, have you cast your first paycheck yet? Has it- no. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you really are. Carly, when did you start? I started six weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're like, you're the grizzled veteran compared to Alex and yeah, that's right. We're fairly new, but um, we're hitting the ground running. Yeah. And um, now that uh, summer is uh, on the decline, and as we head into the school system and more people getting back to work, hopefully we've got a recession um, brewing, apparently. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, we're working hard to, to make Rome and Floyd a better place um, um, to live. Well, good. And it's great. It's great. To, I, sometimes I tease Carly on the program because, you know, there's a big age difference here. And, you know, I have wisdom and she has youth. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's nice to have the useful energy in the chamber, you know, a lot of new fresh ideas and, and things like that. So welcome. Glad to have you here. Um, so, uh, just kind of going into a little bit, uh, more detail here. Um, as we, I, I want to dive into the, the DDA, uh, a little bit more. So your role as marketing and event coordinator, correct? Well, Megan. Manager as of yesterday. Oh, I congr- got a little promotion. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so what does that mean? More money or more responsibility? A little bit of both. <laughs> uh, so in your specific role, what are, you, what are you tasked with doing? So for the marketing side of it, I do all of our uh, social media. Uh, we do mailing campaigns and all pretty much billboards. We do any kind of marketing we can think of, and we're always trying to do new creative ideas and then as far as events go, um, if you've ever been to a First Friday, that is me. If you've ever been to Fiddle and Fest, um, we do that. We do all of our holiday programming. Um, and then I also work closely with all of our, we have 
five committees and I work closely with all of them as well as our DDA board. And obviously you guys in the chamber kind of, you know, working toward the same goals and neighbors actually, right? Yeah, we're neighbors. (laughs) I'm actually working with Amber right now on a billboard initiative for um, holiday local shopping. Uh, So that's something fun that we're partnering on this year. Oh, uh, the holiday. (laughs) Yeah, it's Christmas in July, but we have to, to get one of those good billboards. You got to plan ahead. (laughs) Um, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you guys, everybody's got a, you got a plan to make it happen, right? Um, so what are the challenges in Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I just got an eye roll. For those of you listening to the audio, and I, see, <laughs> I just got an eye roll about, oh my gosh, where do I start? <laughs> that seems to be what people think, but the challenges are um, repetitive cleaning, repetitive telling people the same thing over and over and over, but that's the fun of educating. And I enjoy, I enjoy the challenge. It gives me an opportunity to make a difference and a change for hopefully the future. So I would imagine that you probably attack it from several fronts. There's the present here and now there's, we need to pick up this trash, Mm -hmm. but there's also let's teach people not to throw the trash. So uh, am I being a little too, basic there or is that kind of the way it works that's pretty much the way it works and that's where um having our students come to the eco center where my office is based out of it gives me the chance to be a part of a field trip that comes in there and they get to see the alligators and they get to touch and feel the snakes and um, all the fish that we have in our river tank there and we are just we said a few minutes ago we are a a river city and we have our three rivers here and um so biodiverse there so we get a chance to show them what our impacts are and how we can make a change. So that's what the segue between touching an animal, seeing the the health that they have in the eco center and taking that and putting it to our rivers as well. So getting them to make a change is, is hard, but we start young and then just instill those um, in values in them and then they can take it as they grow up. So um, you work with local businesses, right, on different events and different projects. Like, can you give me some examples of? Right now we have one in the works, and I'm very excited about it. So KRFB is going to um, partner with International Paper. And, of course, everybody sees them as chopping down trees. But we have so many working forests here in um, Floyd County and surrounding areas. And we have more trees planted and put back in than we did 60 years ago. So wow. we're excited to partner with them and get out and do a river cleanup. They want to get out and do a river float. And it's not only just fun. I mean, who doesn't want to go kayaking and pick up litter? But you're also going to make a difference. You're going to get to see all of the animals that live in our river systems. Last time we did a river float, we, we counted 100 turtles that we saw just in a two-hour float. So that just shows how rich and healthy our water systems are. And if we can do something just a bit more to keep them that way uh, – we're very excited and grateful for international paper. Uh, ben, she mentioned that when kids come to visit the eco center, they can touch the animals. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's a it's, it sounds a little. Yeah. It's definitely a controlled. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, it's not, we, it's not like a zoo where you can no, just yeah. no here here play with this alligator. No, it's um it's definitely a controlled environment and. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was on silent. I guess not. Um, it's definitely a controlled environment as far as what we do, and um, obviously, you know, we we have the the animal's head or whatever. But the biggest thing is a lot of times with younger students, um, they respond a lot better to sensory type things. So understanding, um, 
you know, a ma- mammals with fur versus uh, an alligator with scales and the difference of those two. Um, it sounds very elementary, but if you're a second grader, um, you know, you can, you can kind of remember things um, uh, by, by touch and, and understanding and seeing. So, um, and you know, I, I was sitting here thinking when, when Hannah was talking about a lot of people don't realize the impacts of litter um, and they know it's bad, but they don't fully understand the impacts. And I, I, people can, you know, right after a heavy flood or a rain, and uh, a lot of times, if you if you look behind log jams and things on our river systems, one of the first things you'll notice is a lot of floatable debris, a lot of plastic bottles, a lot of different things. And most of us don't realize that even if you throw down a you know a Coke bottle in a parking lot, um, and we get these heavy rains, a lot of that floatable debris eventually ends up in our river systems. Sure. Um, and anything you know that can be harmful as far as plastics and things like that. Um, in these ecosystems um, is, of course, detrimental um, as far as some of the uh, plastics that break down, um, some of the different uh, even items that fish and wildlife and even ducks try to consume and eat. Um, so the, the the tie-in with Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful is pretty cool, uh, I believe. You know, when we talk about – we, I feel like we get to do the fun stuff. We you know, we're pulling out bullfrogs and – um, and king snakes and talking about the importance and the niche that they provide in the ecosystem. And then on the backside of that, we're also talking about what can we do as far as, you know, something very simple, um, you know, getting a plastic Coke bottle in the trash, you know, just, just something very simple. You know, what can you do? And we ask that question to our students, you know, what can you do to help? Um, and it's those kind of things. Um and it's a good tie-in on the back end of the sustainability um, and then, of course, recycling on, on what we do. So um, marrying the Eco Center and Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful together has kind of been a full circle um, project, I think. And it, it's, been, it's worked out well for a couple of years now. I was going to say, is that a recent development that you guys have started working so closely together? Or This past year in 2021, we really honed in on the educational space Pot, uh, spot that they had in the community and then just putting the two together has made a very good impact uh, in our kids so it's not always been as close there's always been a tie-in between the two but this 2021 and 2022 we've really um, married the two so strong that when you say one it's almost like we go hand in hand now I think the mindset too is is you know for years and years and years litter litter has been a problem we, we know it's been a problem um We've always had enforcement, you know, if, if people were caught commercially dumping or, you know, either either littering or whatever, um, if, if there's names or things in the, you know, in the, in the trash or whatever, uh, the law enforcement aspect has always been there. So looking at things that we've always done and some things that we can change, we just keep going back to the education aspect because for whatever reason, I knew at a very young age – that driving in a vehicle with my mother, if I rolled down the window and threw something out, she was going to smack me. I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was in trouble. So I knew at an early age that, you know, you, I was taught you don't do that. You don't litter. You don't do things. Um, and so we've tried to make sure we implement that, that, um, you know, it, it's hard to be upset at somebody if they've never been taught or nobody's have given the opportunity to say, right. hey, we don't do that. So, um that's the kind of the gap we're trying to fill with the education process, and we do it with bullfrogs or, or 
green tree frogs or Cope's gray tree frogs. You know, we go, we walk these kids in a wetland and we talk about how cool and how sensitive some of these amphibians are. And why would you want to litter in a place that could be detrimental? I mean, who don't like an amphibian? I mean, who don't like salamanders <laughs> and bullfrogs? I mean, if you don't like a green tree frog, I mean, I, you know. So, um, and we and we talk about those smaller animals being the pulse of the environment. You know, the way they absorb uh, moisture and water through their skin, um, how they live their life as far as a tadpole, and then growing up and living on land. Um, we call that, you know, the pulse of the environment because if we go to a place and it's devoid of those kind of animals, then – we may have a problem with that ecosystem, but if there's animals in there like that that are sensitive and they're thriving, they're doing well, then we know that ecosystem is 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 thriving. So, um, so yeah, we're we're working hard together on that education aspect. Uh, that's great. Um, is now you we talked about kids, but are adults welcome? Oh, of course, of course. Well, it, it's always I, I like a frog. Well, <laughs> it's always unique. You know, we end up. Um, We've almost had to tell the teachers, hey, you know, adults and chaperones are welcome, but sometimes we got to be careful because when a, when the parents find out they're coming to the eco center, they all want to come too. Right. So <laughs> now we have, you know, 85 kids and 72 parents. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So, of course, uh, adults are welcome. All right. Um, well, one of the things I like to do as we kind of go around is, uh, touch on everybody's background a little bit to see kind of how you ended up where you are. So some people, uh, I, I joke, uh, it's not joke, it's just interesting to me. Some people have a very circuitous career. <laughs> they do this, and then they're a used car salesman, and then they taught school, you know, whatever. But uh, some people know what they want to do from the start, and they that's just kind of where they how they end up. Uh, but Alex, is how, like, are you like right out of college, Alex? No, I, everyone thinks I, I look. You <laughs> well, because you, like, you, know, you look like look, you're 12. Yeah. But I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I, I started to card you before we even gave you a coffee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but what's your background? So I um, grew up, born and raised in Georgia, just um, right in the um, Buckhead Sandy Springs area of Atlanta. And um, I went off to Mississippi for college, went to Ole Miss. And um, I was going to be uh, in the intelligence uh, community, and, and FBI was was kind of a dream, and I was on that track. And then um, politics kind of got in the way, and um, that ended up being a blessing, and I ended up working for um, Senator Isaacson and just a statesman and really got to see firsthand, um, you know, his 2015 and 2016 um, working for a U.S. senator and then big time into into politics which translated into to government um not just on the u.s senate side but um i moved back to mississippi and worked for the governor over there and um that was an interesting job because every single day was different and i started out as the aide-de-camp to the governor so i was his right hand um man and if you ever seen uh, the show west wing i was kind of like charlie but a little more on steroids. I mean, I, I'd ride in the motorcade. I'd have my office right there. I mean, we'd be on a on a Blackhawk or a plane one day. I've been everywhere from from the White House to a factory floor and everywhere in between. Um, and, and that was just a great, uh, fun job. Uh, exhausting. A lot of, uh, you know, early mornings. Uh, you know, six a.m. You're at the office and uh, you wouldn't go home until eleven o'clock uh, unless you're on the road. So um, that was two and a half years, and then that transitioned into economic development for me at the um, state agency, and then COVID kind of hit. And um, but long story short, my wife was in med school, and she finished up and got a residency here in Rome, 
And um, that's where we just so that's how I ended up in Rome. But I got back into politics um, before um, just the, the environment and the climate and everything. And I said, I've got to I got to be closer uh, to home and not just commute to Atlanta around the state of Georgia and um, ended up at the chamber. And it's just been been great. But I think my life experiences and and um, being in government and politics, economic development and kind of seeing how it all works hand in hand. You got to have great relationships at the local level, at the state level, um, if, if in order to accomplish goals. And, and right here in, in Roman Floyd County, you know, we've got to bring a younger generation workforce um, into a growing population uh, and, and the growth and development that's happening right here in Northwest Georgia. And I look forward to uh, partnering with a lot of people um, and manufacturers and, and, and other industry and key players uh, in order to accomplish. Wow. Certainly an interesting background. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that, that's um, amazing. White House to factory floors. I like yeah. the way you phrase that. And and certainly we talked about the youthful energy, but, and I, I you know, I tease you, you do look young, which is a good thing because <laughs> when you're 70, you'll look 50. <laughs> um, <I hope> so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, don't we all? Um, so, um, Megan, what's your background? Mine is not uh, as interesting as the story is that one. Um, Let's see. I uh, worked at the Rome Braves for years, um, and that's where I kind of realized. Yeah, you were third base, right? Third base. Absolutely. (laughs) Everyone gets free tickets, right? (laughs) Not anymore. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, But so I worked there, and that's where I kind of fell in love with the the PR side of things. Um, So I got my uh, undergrad in PR communications from Jacksonville State. And then I went back and got my master's in public administration. Um, and I really honestly landed my dream job. I wanted to be in a downtown and I wanted to do like marketing. And that's was my first full-time job out of grad school. Um, I was a grad assistant during call, during um, grad school. So I really landed my dream job right outside of um, graduating. And I have loved it. And I've been there for over five years now. Well, and it's funny you talk about downtown development authority. Some of this downtown, not to downplay your importance, but it, it kind of sells itself in a lot of ways, doesn't it? There's there's so much to talk about. And it sell. does. Uh, we're, I'm very lucky that I ended up, of course, I grew up around the area, of course, but uh, I'm very lucky that I ended up in Rome because we do have such uh, a great downtown. And I know people that are stuck here think, oh, we need to do this. No, we need to do that. And I'll agree. But when you look at what other communities are doing in comparison to where we already are, um, we are very fortunate. Yeah. Did you know that two rivers connect in downtown Rome? Three. <laughs> to, to, form a, to form a third. Yeah. There's a whole confluence yeah. right in the middle. <laughs> I, I just This was news to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. Um, okay. Where were we? we were getting everybody's backgrounds. So, uh, Hannah, um, so, have you always kept things beautiful? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so, um, but I I started out wanting to be a nurse. So I went to school for that and quickly found out once I got really into the heart of things, that's not really where my heart was at. So um, during that time going to school as well, I was an office manager for Proactive Management Consultings. We were a uh, private company that would go into homes that had defects cases open. And we would work with the families to meet those goals in order to reconnect the families back together with their children or Unfortunately, sometimes it ended up not in the way that, of course, we wanted to see it. Sure. So um, it was a tough, tough job, very mentally st- stressful. So I stepped away from that, and I was able to become a stay-at-home mom, continuing my education. And uh, during that time, I uh, actually started my own business. I ran um, a photography business. I just I love photography. I love being able to um, capture somebody else's moments. And um, I, I just love being able to make people happy that way. 
And capturing the beauty at Berry College is where everybody wants their pictures taken, of course, because it's just lovely. And then Rome in general, I started to branch out into the downtown Rome area for uh, yeah. photographs. I know. And I was just like, God. We have, we, have, we, have a, we have a clock tower. We do. And you have no idea how many pictures I took up there, wedding proposals. I mean, you have no idea. And capturing the beauty of Rome during that just was like, wow, I just, I love this. So after I kind of hung that up and decided to reenter the workforce, because I need, need insurance, so, you know, being a... <laughs> <laughs> got, to, got to pay the bills. Got to, so um, I had my daughter, and then I re-entered the workforce through the city of Rome, and that's where I started Rome, through the Public Works Division. Um, started administrative assistant there, and then um, operations coordinator there as well. So just uh, their whole dynamic is to keep our community clean, and um, the roads clear of obstructions. They do all the paving, they do all the maintenance, so they're the kind of sort of the heartbeat of the city, keeping everything flowing. And I enjoyed every moment of that. And that's where, of course, I met everybody here at the table. <laughs> yeah. um, this is and, a great big love fest. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that sparked my interest to keep, you know, our, our community clean because that's what they do day in, day out. They're, they're rushing to take care of emergencies and they're keeping the, the waterways clear. And then when this job opened, I was more than thrilled to put my name in the hat, and thankfully it was pulled. So um, I'm happy to be here. Well, Ben, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess on your background a little bit based on what you do now. I'm gonna assume you were the five year old kid that always had a frog in your pocket, <laughs> <laughs> or a lizard, and, uh, or, <laughs> and I figured out how to make a career. Out yeah, right. right. <laughs> what, what is your background? Well, my background, of course, is wildlife biology, and um, it started at a very young age. You know, my mother had. Uh, two little baskets in the laundry room and uh, uh she'd check my pockets as a as a young child and there was a lot of stuff that I had to you know go turn loose back in the wild and then there was other <laughs> things that she would keep for me you know rocks and crayfish claws and you know whatever so um grew up on the eastern side of Floyd County which was great um had a creek close by and uh, was just one of those kids that in the summer um you know, from daylight until till dark, I was outside playing, and uh, um, and then of course uh, through high school, I graduated model high school in the early nineties, and uh, um, through high school, um, I had volunteered with Georgia Department of Natural Resources, and figured out that's where I wanted to be. So I uh, went off to school, I went to Jacksonville um, over. I was a Gamecock Go for Gamecocks. for about a year. And, <laughs> And then, of course, came back and worked at Georgia Highlands, or uh, went to school at Georgia Highlands, and then ultimately um, University of Georgia. And um, woof woof. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I was on the fourteen-year program, but um, uh, I worked also uh, with Georgia Department of Natural Resources uh, for the better part of uh, about fourteen years. Um, and what a great career that was! Um, I was uh, able to work with uh, Ted Touchstone. Um, which was a great ecologist, um, and uh, people like Jerry Bearden and Sid Painter and these folks that <clears throat> were not quite at the end of their careers but had been there 20-plus years and uh, took me under their wing, and boy, did I learn a lot. Um, black bears, um, wild trapping wild turkeys, um, working with uh, uh, the bald eagle and golden eagle restoration project tag along with Ted, um, I learned a lot of information in a very short period of time, so it was very invaluable. Yeah, I, I get the impression that when it comes to wildlife, your head is like Google. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like is there so much information in there about... <laughs> Can confirm. Well, <laughs> My husband's already trying to put a... Um, 
trout tank in our future house and Ben has told him everything that he needs to do. (laughs) Well, that's, that's good. Um, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's kind of go around here one final time and get any final thoughts to make sure, you know, if you've got anything you want to make sure you mention about your organization, but specifically how people can connect with you or what you need maybe from our community. Do you need volunteers? Do you need businesses to help step up and do things with you, partner with you, that type of stuff? Um, we'll do the chamber last. Um, so let's start over here with the downtown development folks. Yeah, the easy way to get in touch with us is through our social media uh, at Downtown Room GA. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, pretty who, much anything. Who, who takes care of that for y'all? Me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, it's also downtown at roomga.us. Um, but the biggest thing we need from our community is just uh, to continue to support our small businesses. Of course, uh, prices are going up, so you'll see restaurants start adding um, – charges are going up on their prices um, and they've tried so hard not to do that but I know some of them have had to and then the biggest thing right now is I know probably everyone has seen the construction going on in the river district over by north fifth and those businesses are still open you know they saw a vision for that area before we even started working down there and this is going to be a marathon this is not a sprint so once they get done with this project there's another project and that'll be streetscape which is going to be much worse probably honestly than this um, but those what, businesses, is, what is streetscape? So, oh, yeah, you're new. So, um, <laughs> in 2017, we passed a SPLOST um, for $2.1 million to completely revitalize and basically do on the other side of the river of North 5th um, what's been done over here, like, in the 80s. So, compliant, ADA compliant, larger sidewalks, more parking, safer area as a whole for pedestrians, get some crosswalks over there. So, it will ultimately be just an amazing area we've got some development that's going to be happening um, i heard there might be a rooftop bar is that true gosh i hope so <laughs> <laughs> there's the, the, the development they bought up like 12 13 parcels as well as um the city parcel that's next to the hotel and so we're really excited yeah, we're about every, that everybody's excited to see what, yeah. what ends so up i would love a rooftop hotel or a rooftop bar anything over there um so that's going to be really excited to watch but it's also going to be Uh, a struggle for those businesses that are currently there. So it might be a little bit more of a pain, but I definitely need our community to support them uh, through this process because they are, they're having to close down days. It's harder to get there. You can't park right in front of their store right now. Um, So you might have to walk a little bit like, Sometimes have to walk a little bit on Broad Street too, um, but just continue to support them through the next few years because it's it's like I said it's a marathon. It's going to be great ending, but uh, it's going to be a process. Okay. And, and speaking of parking, we've got parking decks in downtown that people don't know about. Do we? Yeah. We have parking decks and lots. You you don't have to park right in front of your business in front of the business you want to go to. That's right. Look there. There's a parking spot right out front. Broad Street, you make a day of it. You can park and then walk up and down and do business here and there. And but only for three hours on Broad Street. And then you can move to a lot or a deck for a very low cost. Sure. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm having a website talk to me. <laughs> I run our website. <laughs> and parking is also housed in our office. God bless you. It's like, it's like, Thank you. It's like an avatar on the website yeah. just popped up and started. Up. <laughs> okay, Hannah. Uh, could, could, how to connect, uh, anything come, going on with you guys? What do you need from our community at Keep Brown Floyd Beautiful? Well, first off, I just want to give a huge thank you to DDA and the Chamber. They've been most supportive this past year, so we've had cleanups between both of them. The Chamber's always there, like, what do you need? What do you want? How can we help? And same thing with DDA. So that's been a huge, 
huge boost because they have the networks to the small businesses downtown. They have the manufacturers, which that's how I ended up with Ball, IP, and George Power, all of the cleanups that we've done with all three of them. So um, thank you. And um, to get in touch with us, Facebook and Instagram is huge. So keep on fully beautiful, just as my name says, at <laughs> both of them. So um, and then you can drop by the Eco Center in Ridge Ferry Park anytime. I'm always there. Um, we're there Monday through Friday. And uh, getting everybody to step up, you can get involved, your college or rising college student or your um, high school student. If they need service hours, I can do it. So all you have to do is just come up there. They can get those service hours. They can turn into their advisor, and it'll count towards community service. Um, and they can also do any other projects. So if they are interested in gardening, if they're interested in the uh, preservation side of anything, or if they're just um, interested in learning how local government works, we're always here to give them those hours and uh, push them forward, getting ready for their career. And if you've never stopped in the Eco Center, all those lovely animals are just like, I mean, they're not just hanging out. They're obviously like in in cases, but you can go and see them all. And it's so fun. I like to look at all the snakes and they can't get to me, but the turtles and the fish. And so if you've never stopped by the Eco Center just to see all that they have in there, I definitely recommend it. Well, which brings us to Ben. Uh, how can people connect or what, uh, what are the hours? Does it cost anything or can people just pop in? Well, you know, originally it was a splice project, um, 2010 or so. And so we don't charge for people just to come in and look around. Um, it is open to the public. Uh, we advertise that we're open to the public every day, Monday through Friday, one to four o'clock. Um, usually because we have field trips and things going on in the morning, um, but if if we're there, um, uh, we're there, you know, eight to four uh, thirty daily. Um, the the doors are open. Yeah. Um, so people want to come through. We're also open the last Saturday of each month from ten to two. Okay. Um, so one of us is there if you want to come by on a Saturday. And uh, you know, one of the things you, you know, you said something about what what does keep Rome for beautiful? Is there any needs? Um, one thing I would like to say is is what the eco center needed initially was support from the public and public buy-in and so forth and boy that's what we've got so you know thank i really appreciate the school systems um you know we before covid we were booking six to eight months out um and you know uh it's just a great great program um and an opportunity for these kids and the teachers really enjoy the field trip and um get get a there's a huge education component as we marry the um Georgia performance standards and then science and all the things that kids are doing in the classroom. And we provide some hands-on learning. So we have, we have gotten some wonderful community support. We've gotten great support from our County, uh, Floyd County government, of course, our city um, leaders have really supported us in doing what we do um, along with uh, our our citizens, of course. So um, same uh, as far as coming by and and seeing us um, social media, we have Sarah Grimes, which is an administrator and educator there at the center, um, also that teaches and does all the incredible social networking that I typically don't do. So, <laughs> um, she does. She gets mad at me because I say, "Hey, did you put that on Insta Face and Snap Roll?" And no, she's like, "Oh my God!" And she said, "Yes, it's on." So they do a wonderful job with all those things. So people can find us the, um, the Insta Book well, Snapgram. In, yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, the Tick Tweet Top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, 
Yeah, so she she keeps up with all of that, and also the Roman holiday, our riverboat, and uh, all our scheduling, which is which is fabulous. And uh, yeah, online you can search us at Rome Floyd um, Center dot com. We're on. Uh, you know, you can uh, Google us or, uh, you know, just drop by and see us, of course, all the social media outlets. Um, she puts a lot of information out there, little videos of wildlife and things. So, um, and I'm not, I'm also, I mean, I'm the director of the Eco Center, but I'm also a client. Um, I, I was going to say DDA, even though we all work together in the city of Rome and Floyd County, so forth, we, uh, we're big supporters of one another, um, and that and that really helps when you've got support from other departments. Um, I mean, even from from our electrical department, our street department, we've called on a lot of different departments to help us. Water department, hey, can you guys do this or can you guys do that? And they always come running um, because I think they they kind of believe in what we do um, as far as the education component with young people. Yeah. Um, so, man, you know, our city electricians help us out um, when we you know have any needs. DDA, of course, is always willing to help, and in the, the chamber, of course, also um, is very helpful for us. So uh, we uh, we appreciate all the support we get. Okay, oh, yeah. well, thank the, you. The public works. Just to add on to that, like they, the Christmas decorations that y'all see outside, the lights, the electricians, everything. Yeah. Like a lot of y'all that you see downtown and you enjoy downtown wouldn't be possible without all of our city employees. That's right. Yeah, and the upkeep of the trail system. Oh, now, yeah. now with the new rebranding, the oh. Eco Greenway. Yes. And, yeah. um, and they're about to, and I run the trail. I'm an avid runner. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I've been running past the Eco Center pretty much every uh, every two days or so as I try and complete the, uh, I think it's going to be about 13-mile loop when yeah. everything's fully completed. So. My, my dog, Rowdy, and I love the trail behind the post office mountain. It was a Mount Mount Barry, Barry, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the post office. And uh, we get to the end of it, and, and it, he's, like, perplexed. And then we have to turn around and come back. <laughs> hey, and they're putting a bridge in. They've started construction, and I think yeah. that, that should be done by December, if not sooner. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, uh, final thoughts from the chamber. Uh, contact information, of course, or anything pending coming up that you guys want to make sure you mention? There's a uh, ribbon cutting tomorrow, actually, in East Rome. No, there is not. But there's constantly <laughs> ribbon cuttings, and there's constantly things going on. Um, and, 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 and there are constant ribbon cuttings. Of, yeah, community <laughs> events. Um, I'll be working more with GRIAR, Greater Rome, Existing Industries Association. But um, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We have a TikTok um, which I don't recommend for, from, from a Chinese uh, spy standpoint, but that's no, nor here nor there. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, you can uh, go on our website, which is a great resource, RomeGA.com. We can look at our um, job board and, and directory where there's a ton of open jobs at the moment. Um, so I do encourage people, if you are looking uh, for a position or want to get back in the workforce, there's tons of opportunity here in Rome and Floyd County to find a great uh, job. Um, but we're working hard and uh, to strengthen quality of place and to uh, attract talent, um, grow our current industries, and, and ultimately uh, grow jobs. So it's a great place to live and work and play. An opportunity awaits right here in Rome, Floyd County. Now I feel like I was listening to a website again. <laughs> uh, Carly, any final thoughts, or did he sum it up there for you nicely? I think he summed it up pretty nicely. Uh, again, just go to our website, and you can see all the calendar events that are coming up. We do have a lot in August. It's kind of really moving forward. Um, and again, thank you guys for coming on to the podcast, and everyone that is listening, we do appreciate y'all's continuous support. 
Thank you, everybody. Uh, Alex, nice meeting you. Welcome aboard. Thank you, uh, of course, Roger. I don't know if I'm, I feel like I'm going to be calling you Mr. President one day. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm, I'm giving him my card. <laughs> this is all my information. Uh, but but uh, thanks. This was a great show. This was a fun crowd. We appreciate it. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight here on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.